comic book pit. Okay. Jared, <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is our this is He's our conversation. The prompt. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not so fast with the with the switching yet. <laughs> switching the camera to one, two, and three. Um, this is our conversation episode. This is where we just kind of just have kind of have a roundtable discussion about whatever. Um, usually comic related, but it could, you know could go into other aspects of pop culture, stuff we're interested in, things we're watching, yeah. or whatever. Um, economic implications of the new uh, Republican tax bill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is sure. That, Absolutely. Yeah. Is that comic-related? Um, he said anything. He said well, anything. <laughs> or is it comedic-related? Well, suppose, I suppose it depends on your ideology. And look, I've, <laughs> look, I've got like six pages of notes on this, so we can just go right now. Okay. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I, I guess just uh, – I'll, I'll throw something out there just to get us started. Did you guys know that there was a documentary coming out for uh, just about Chris Claremont and, and the X-Men? I did not no. know till yesterday. I just – Is it by Ed Pisker? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called – Then I have no interest. No. It's, called Chris, it's called Chris Claremont's X-Men, and there's a trailer – on, um, I mean, I, I'm, I found it on Bleeding Cool. Oh, cool. But it's, it actually came out, it was originally produced in 2013 and sold on DVD, but it went out of print. But now this, another, a new media company, I guess, I don't know if they bought it or what, but they're releasing it digitally in February. And oh. I watched the, the trailer, and it's, um, it's just a documentary about his legendary run, about how he took it from, Obscurity, like it was on the verge of cancellation, and like tw- for like twenty years, he, and he turned it into this like the top selling title at Marvel, right? Like even outselling Amazing Spider-Man. And there's, um, you know, it's got it's got the man himself. It's got Chris Claremont, um, Louis Simonson, and the Senti uh, interviews with Len um, Len Wein, yeah. Len Wein. I'm sorry, R.I.P. Yep. Len Wein. Um, and some of the image guys like Sylvester and Lee Field. Um, I saw so, Jim Shooter in cool. the trailer. Yeah, Jim Shooter oh, cool. was in it, and he actually did not sound like a dick. <laughs> he sounded like, you know, I mean, cause, just because in general he has a bad reputation for being. I have a theory kind of, on that. Kind of brusque and kind of. And like I'm sure blunt. he was, and maybe age has mellowed him out as age tends to do. Um, I'm sure I've told this story before. At the time I interacted with Jim Shooter at a, a New Dimension show. I don't like, know. I don't I never told this. you. And then I took my like portfolio up. Like The only like professional portfolio review I've ever vaguely remember done this now. was okay. Jim Shooter okay. at a New Dimension Mall show. And I 
this was some garbage work. I was <laughs> this is about five six years ago. I hadn't found my groove, and some may say I still haven't. Um, but this was like garbage work, garbage work. And I can't believe I look at it and I was like, I can't believe I showed it to this guy. And he was incredibly um, kind and informative. The, oh, the, cool. the criticism was constructive. I mean, I went up to him and was like, I need to give it to me straight because you know, it's like my mom looks at it and she says it's good, but I, you know, she's yeah. biased. I, I need to you know, hear the straight story on this. And he's like, all right. And he's like, Everything he like said to work on was stuff I knew to work on, and he said some stuff was good, and I was like, "All right, it's cool." A straight shooter. But yeah, I mean, now, again, it's it's <laughs> yeah. yeah. No uh, there we go. There's right, the classic so, dude. Yeah, punnage. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, um, I found he, he was. I mean, again, it's a mall show, and it's all just a bunch of like hobbyists around him so maybe you know and he's not paying us and so that's why i was wondering like the people that complained about his his bluntness his brooks and whatever you want to call it uh, maybe it's part of he's running a business and he's paying people and he holds them to a higher standards and perhaps artists are sensitive types and just can't don't want to hear that or can't process or use the processing that type of just straightforwardness i mean he's He's a Pittsburgh guy, so it's going to be you're going to get what you're going to get. So, and I mean, for for I mean, say what you will about him for good or for bad, but I mean, he, you know, under his era or under his whatever his reign, I mean, there was a some crazy amounts of good storytelling going on at Marvel under his, you know, under his regime. So he just ran a tight ship. I can rub some folks the wrong way. So I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not there. I you just hear these anecdotes and mm-hmm. mixed in with my own anecdote. Just like well, maybe, maybe some people just need to toughen up a little bit. <laughs> Suck it up, so cupcake. We're, we're all a bunch of snowflakes, apparently. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm watching this trailer last night, and it just it hit me that like I really miss the X Men. Like I, I miss reading the X Men. That was the first comic I started reading back in the day. X Men Uncanny X Men two hundred seven was my first comic ever, and wow. I had no idea what was going on, but I was instantly drawn in, and I just, I you know, I think for the next, I think I read it until the early three hundreds, and I, you know, I went back and I got back issues, and then of course, within that there was. X Factor, X Force, New Mutants. I mean, I read them all, and now I can't even imagine picking up an X Men comic. It's hard to come back to it. I'm the same way. I just, that, I, yeah, I grew up with those as well. I thought the um, back then it was more. It seemed more family driven. Like they were more mm-hmm. of a family. So like, um, when they did, you know, like if they went out to the bar to drink, they went together and. You know, mm-hmm. or if they were at home and Colossus was painting, you know, Psylocke's like, I'd be happy to sit here and, you know, for a few hours and let you paint. Or there was always paint. the... You know, like, it was weird, these weird little scenes that were like, wow, they're really, like, uh, an intimate group, you know, like, yeah. of, of individuals. And there was always, there was always the um, the softball games. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, the softball games are a classic staple of X-Men lore. So yeah. you mentioned, yeah. like, you can't imagine picking one up. I've actually been reading X-Men Blue, which is the... Uh, the current ongoing uh, features mm-hmm. the time displaced original mm-hmm. five, 
And then it also has like right. now they've got like some parallel universe vampire storm and the Jimmy Hudson character from the ultimate universe, whatever. I've been enjoying it, but yeah, you're right. It does not have that feel that what you were describing or right. you know, mm-hmm. there aren't those quiet moments of them as a family. It's right. all just like epic. Well, uh, it's like co- storytelling. Yeah. Or it's like, let's see how many spinoffs we can churn out. You know, it doesn't, it just doesn't feel the same anymore. X-Men red coming soon. Oh <laughs> God. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. going to be the it's it's uh, the it's the return of Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Oh which, yeah, that's right. The return that I feel like nobody's asking for. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody? Well, I think Disney was asking for it. Yeah, but they have. They've they been have asking for Grey. Yeah, they want adult Jean Grey. Yeah, they want all the all things adult. back. Return of everything. That's mm-hmm. Marvel's new. Seems like that's it. Their new, their new yeah, bring everything back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah, makes a big basically. deal about Jean Grey, and I, I just, you know, kind of like my least favorite character out of the whole gang. Well, yeah, I feel like she's just a, a tool for telling stories about the Phoenix. Like, we're never going to get away from the Phoenix Force and Jean Grey as some like cosmic entity, and it's like I don't care about Jean Grey anymore. <laughs> I really don't. It, it's hard to it, top it, that if I ever did. It's hard to top the the you know the the Dark Phoenix era, and they always just try to bring it back. Yeah, it seems they're yeah. they're like, hey, yeah, we can do it again, and it's like, yeah, but you're just doing the same thing again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like me. I think the last time I cared about Jean Grey was um, in the original X Factor run. Like th- those those yeah. were good mm-hmm. those were good stories. Yeah, and. I think I've mentioned this before, but that was one of the times where Chris Claremont was, uh, he was sort of forced to go along with what was, you know, from editorial, they were like, we want um, the original X-Men back. And he's like, didn't I just write off uh, Cyclops? You know, he went to Alaska with Madeline Pryor, and they were Mm -hmm. like, and I literally just wrote him off. Like, he was retiring. Yeah, and you know Gene's dead, and they're like, "Yeah, but bring him all back." And he's like, <laughs> "Well, holy crap!" He goes, "So okay, so he brought him back." And then it was like the elephant in the room was the, "Hey, Gene and Scott are on the same team, and he's married to a woman that looks exactly like Jean Grey." It's really, but we're not going to yeah. talk about it. Well, and then and like, and that, then they did, and then they're like, "Oh crap, she's a clone." We just yeah, never. And, and that, how did we never realize that this? whole thing became a big pile and of garbage? And I think that's really where. That became a retcon because Claremont's intention was never to have Madeline Pryor turn into the Goblin Queen, and he he was like, "Well, I got to do something here." So then he mm. basically ruined. You know, he had to destroy this character. So was Madeline Pryor originally just meant to be a woman that just happened to look like? Yeah, Jimmy? yeah. Apparently, I, I had just read that recently that hmm. uh, he he just was like, "Oh, it's just another redhead that looked familiar," but. But nobody was like, that's Gene. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, yeah. That's weird that he found someone else that's like uh, very. He's got similar. a type. Yeah, he had a type, you know? So. <laughs> and everybody was okay with it. Yeah. But he. But yeah, I, I had just heard that recently mm-hmm. over the last <laughs> that, couple of years. Cyclops is like like Wooderson from Days of Confused. He's like, <laughs> man, I like them redheads. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, 
yeah anyways the 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 documentary i i might watch it i might you know if it's not crazy expensive i might buy it because it kind of i don't know i i like the idea of you know i mean he's i don't think he's really doing anything now right no i don't believe he's actively writing anything. yeah but he's still a he's legend a- yeah, and he's he's at New York Comic Con pretty much every year, I think. Yeah, and he so. was at that um, that one at uh, that Nittany Con. The oh Penn yeah, that's State. right. Yes, he was. He, and, and that was just a one day, like basically, I think like a hotel show. Yeah, it for is. lack of a better. Yeah, yeah. you've yeah. done it. I know I the did promoter it that one year. of it. Yeah, when it was was it a one day show that I think time? It was two day. Well, I, I think and it's it went two to two. I did it when it was a one day because it was like all right, just stay over one night but when it was two days then it was like a two night stay and i was like ah, it's just it just becomes too expensive mm-hmm. um and i didn't realize <laughs> this is just for us locally but that's a long drive <laughs> like it's like two hours to state college two it hours was, and change it seemed well for you you're out on the other side of yeah 79 so it's probably like it was like it's gonna be pushing three probably it was, yeah, it was pushing three because yeah. i was like Oh, Altoona is like two hours, and then it's just a little bit after that. And I was like, Mm-mm. "Oh no, it's no, not. It's, it's, no, it's, it's longer." There. I it's went for the first time a couple of years ago, yeah. and it was, yeah, yeah. I was like, "What?" I, I mean, I know that route very well because mm-hmm. that's how I go visit home. Right, but yeah, it's yeah. I live on the eastern side, right? Of yeah, Pittsburgh, and yeah. it's still like two and change because I, yeah. I'm about an hour or so from Williamsport once I hit State College. So yeah, it's definitely yeah. Well, so yeah, I, I don't, you know, I, yeah, I don't know where Chris Claremont lives, but I, it's gonna be pretty, pretty close cool for him to, you know, either that or they're giving him a buttload of money or, give, you know, yeah. But I mean, either way, I mean, it, it's just cool to to hear from his own mouth, like with mm-hmm. the experience of creating, like, not I shouldn't say not not create, I mean to say creating the X Men, but like bringing them out of defining them. Yeah, I mean, he he really did. I mean, it was like, I mean, how many movies? It says, you know, it was like 40 years of yeah. of, of, of uh, work, and it says his work has been adapted into 10 films, three TV series, countless video games. I mean, he's, he's, le- he's, awesome. he's it's yeah. legendary, and, yeah. and, I, and I, I, feel, I feel bad that I'm not reading X-Men. It's like, <laughs> I want to read X-Men again, but I, I, want to, I want it to be good. But it's one of those things too. It's like that's that's Marvel's job to do to bring us yeah. bring us back in. No, you're right. So, like they they are. It's weird how like this summer they they launched um, Legacy or Marvel Legacy, mm-hmm. and it was like a one shot. Like, hey, come back to Marvel, and literally every page was like Iron Man's back, Wolverine's back, the Fantastic Four's coming back. Every page was like somebody's coming back, and it's like that's really cool. But then, like me as a as a reader, I was like, now what? You know, like now what do you want me to? And then they did that whole renumbering right. thing with the the lenticular covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was just like, I don't feel like jumping into this. Like it, it's it felt like they were just trying to force it. Like force people back in, like, hey, our numbering's better, you know, it's back to normal. Mm-hmm. Because then you, just, you, then that's usually done when milestone numbers are on the horizon. Yeah, like yeah. Captain America seven hundred. Yeah. I was reading Guardians of the Galaxy, and they jumped it to like one forty six or whatever. And yeah. They, then they canceled the series, at, and it was like issue one fifty. Yeah. And then they canceled it because to go into their next event, which is like something with the Infinity Stones, yeah. obviously. 
and which I'll probably pick up whatever's next because it's like some Adam Warlock oh. one one shot and it's drawn by Mike Allred. So oh well, there you I'm go. Oh, that's not bad. That'd yeah. be awesome. That makes sense. And it leads. Yeah, and there's some Thanos and the Infinity Stone story coming yeah. up. But yeah, it's weird with like the Wolverine coming back and there's like what five or six Wolverines running around. <laughs> yeah, well, man. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and they're then, doing old woman Laura, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah really? I think it's a story yeah, line. Laura. That's twenty three. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm like, uh. I saw where <laughs> I forget what team it is, but like yeah. the little, like you know how they 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 they're, I think it came from the Mojo verse, like the little baby X Men. There were the X Babies. Oh, the X Babies. Yeah, uh, the X Baby version of Wolverine is going to be like on a team. What? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Baby Wolverine. Oh, Old Man Wolverine and Baby Wolverine. So, I mean, they were like, bring it all back. Mm-hmm. It's like a lone wolf and cub Just, type. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just throw it all against the wall, see what sticks. That's yeah. that's the Marvel. Maybe way. Wolverine should just start his own Wolverine team. I'm sure, like I don't know why they haven't done that yet. In fact. Wolverine and the Wolverines. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And the the wolf un- pack. The uncanny Wolverines. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had a wolf pack comic. Oh, and Silver Sable. It was Silver go, Sable see? and the wolf pack. Oh, Silver Sable. And the wolf pack. Oh, that's, yeah, that's That crazy. was some that's probably some be back 90s. There you go. Yeah. There's a movie coming out. Yeah, is there a movie coming out? I'm not sure. <laughs> next, this year or next. Is there a what? A Silver Sable movie. A, yeah. It was it Silver Sable and... Uh, it's like uh, it's part of... Oh, it wasn't Wolf Pack. It was Wild Pack. Black Hat? Well, there was yeah, a yeah, wolf so pack by Larry Hama. <laughs> that was, that was conversations original, going yeah. on right now. Yeah, that was an original graphic novel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. And then the got, wild pack is what you're talking yeah. about with Silver, Silver Sable. Sable. Yeah. Okay. Well, because Silver Sable is part of, like, the Sony deal with yeah, the Spider-Man franchise. Yeah. yeah, the, the franchise. Spy, yeah. yeah. So, so Silver Sable and the Black Cat is the yeah, movie the next. coming out. Then I think Venom comes out later this year, like the end of this year. Yeah. With Tom Hardy. And I think Miles Morales gets his own movie, too, now. Yeah, a cartoon movie coming out in yeah. December. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, nice. yeah, I saw the trailer for that. That looks it pretty is, good. Yeah, that looks really good. Cool. I actually might I see that one. That. Yeah. <laughs> Sean's like, yeah. Well, I'm not I'll, a big I'll fan of it. Venom. I mean, I like no, Tom Hardy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love uh, uh, Fury Road, but uh, I never cared for Venom. Did you ever see the, uh, It was a, I think it was a BBC series, and it was aired on FX here called Taboo? Mm-hmm. Oh, I I never saw it, but I never my, it, I think my brother watched good. it. Yeah, yeah, we he, watched he it. it. It was very good. Yeah, it's like Victorian era, and he's like some heir, and it's just very uh, stylistic and dark and crazy and very uh, intriguing. Mm-hmm. It was good. He's, a, I mean, cool. he, I'll see a Venom movie with Tom Hardy because he's just a talented dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and apparently he's like a, a dog lover, so that kind of. Gets me in the feels. <laughs> so, um, anyone have? Uh, let's keep the good times going. Mm. What's what's anyone want to talk about? Anything? Topics. Shawnee Atkins. Um, anyone seen Black Dynamite? Oh. Or not Black Dynamite? Oh, yes, oh, Black Dynamite. I have <laughs> ten years ago. Although the sequel's coming out. Dynamite. Soon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Back. No, Sean mentioned you want to talk about. Uh, I, I did watch the Black, the Black Lightning. Of, yeah, Black, Black Lightning. Lightning. Yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't get to see it either, but I I want to, but speak freely. Yeah, it's good. I mean, okay. Spoilers. Prove to us. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Spoil. Yeah. Save me an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Two hours. I think it's got a. I mean, a pretty straightforward premise. It's just 
Yeah, heroes are like coming out of retirement. Yeah, because of like some things go wrong, and yeah. that's what I heard His, was the like neighborhoods going to going to into the toilet and. But he's he, yeah he's retired, but his personal circumstances bring him back out of retirement, mm-hmm. and he decides to stay unretired. What I heard what the as far as like an original approach was that they didn't do an origin story in the in the no they didn't they it, just he, he was just there decide, comes out of retirement they don't yeah. say though they don't yeah how he started as and, and what's what, as what's a hero. and what's great is it's like. He's basically our age, yeah. If not a little older, he's well, like a middle-aged dude. You know what's funny though is like all the Marvel heroes are too, like all the cinematic ones. Yeah, but I can't relate to them because they're all like they're super cool. They're all like, you know, <laughs> no, either like know. buff and like yeah, that's great, what I mean, yeah. or like billionaires. Like yeah. Black Lightning, Jefferson Pierce, his char- that character. Yeah, he's a high school principal in yeah. like a in like the hood. Yeah, yeah. he's basically. and and he's got he's got like a, he's got two daughters he's got an ex-wife so he's like a real right character right yeah which i feel yeah, like he's not like a million yeah often. like a millionaire and yeah. all that stuff like in the yeah i mean Iron he Man amazingly knows like all kinds of martial arts <laughs> yeah well, i have to pick that up or did i mention that in the show yet no well i mean i'm just saying like he was kind of like you know just kicking people's asses all over the place yeah he was in the in the pilot but it's okay yeah and um I like his uh, the guy that helps him with the his tech, uh, James Remar. Yeah, he's a he he's kind of he's a good actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. His microchip. Yeah, where was yeah, he basically. in? Like my wife and I were watching it, and we we're like, man, he really looks familiar, but I, I couldn't place the face. Well, the funny thing is, the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is he was uh he was in Sex in the City for a while, <laughs> <laughs> but he's been in a lot of stuff. But that's the only thing that I, I can't. Literally can't think of anything else right now. I could probably Jared's gonna IMDB it right now. Yes, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, James Remar. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, he's really uh, he's he's just one of those good character actors. Okay. Um, I think he'll be a good. But like, I don't. I didn't really recognize any, anyone else in the show except for his ex-wife. She had like a a bit part in like Batman Begins. <laughs> Uh, huh. He was on Dexter, James Remar. He played uh, Oh, he was the Harry. dad. He was, yeah, he was the dad right. on Dexter. That's right. He was the, yeah. I didn't watch huh. Dexter. Oh. You missed out. <laughs> Apparently I did. My <laughs> wife did. I did not. Um, well, then she'll know who he is. Oh. <laughs> she but. didn't, actually. Well, either way. I mean, the show was generally good. I kind of felt like um, they kind of were trying to do a little Luke Cage's stuff, only because of the music, and it seemed like there was a lot of music cues. I was throughout really... the series. But, I mean, it doesn't take it away because I still, you know, I generally like the show. It looked like a really good show. I mean, I'm, I started watching the second episode last night, and then I fell asleep. But Yeah, I haven't watched the... Not because it's, it's boring, a ringing endorsement. I, <laughs> I, I do the same thing. I was actually yeah. really... Started show at 11.30 at night, and <laughs> I couldn't stay awake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, Sean, when you're talking about the, the music on the show... I was really surprised at the like the level of music. Like it wasn't just some like anonymous or just some generic hip mm-hmm. hop or R and B. I'm like, there's songs I recognize in this episode that yeah. they had to pay money for, and uh, you don't really expect that from like a CW show. Yeah, yeah. You don't really expect a lot in general from <laughs> from a CW show. Um, now. The one thing, and I think I knew this going in, 
but it was you know kind of reaffirmed after the pilot came out um but it's not part of what they call the Arrowverse. Really? Oh, it's not. It's not. It's oh. separate. Well, that's weird because I totally saw like a oh. commercial where it had all of them suiting up. Mhm. I guess maybe it was like a promo for yeah. all the new shows yeah, coming out this promo. year that's and he was totally like in there. Huh. Hmm. They were like, "Oh, someone forgot about looking, me." Wow. I mean, I, I I do plan to watch this show. The like Scott was saying the approach to it is very unique in that Here's a you know a guy that's it's been the superhero career and comes back to it. He's mm-hmm. not 26 and ripped. He's 46 right. and doughy. And <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea what I, don't, I have no idea what you mean. <laughs> but and so I thought that was really novel. I was like, oh, that's cool. So this guy will be like part of. He's a dad. So it's what are, like yeah. So he might not be in the yeah, Arrowverse, but give it a minute and he'll be on Earth like 12. I feel like. They will fold him in eventually, or yeah, like you said, like he'll they'll, oh, yeah. they'll vibe into his yeah. earth or something. Oh. But maybe they're trying to let him establish without leaning on yeah. the establishedness, let him be his own thing. But that seems just short sighted to siphon him off into. I mean, especially when he's on the CW, when he's part of it. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it, we, as the audience, have an expectation that of course this is now yeah. part of the the yeah, family. I don't know why I would. I hope they don't say it's going to be, like, on a different Earth. Like, Supergirl made sense to have it on a different Earth. Like, okay, technically she was on CBS. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. She's on CBS. Yeah. So, yeah. Planet CBS. Right. Black Lightning, like you said, he's on the CW. It'd be interesting if he's on the same Earth, but, you know, he's on a different coast. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, So, obviously, he's not going to be part of the Arrowverse, per se, but he's still going to be on the same Earth. Yeah, I- I think it would be fascinating to to see him eventually folded into the rest of those shows, interacting with those characters, just because he he is kind of like the the older, like right. he's like the elder, like he he's been around and he mm-hmm. has more experience. And I mean, even though like a lot of the characters that we watch already have been doing this for upwards of what arrows in what season six six I believe yeah, yeah. you know Flash is season four yeah. Yeah. so they you know. But, yeah, it would be interesting to see him being folded in and interacting with those other characters. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I want to see uh, a, I want to see Jefferson Pierce and Joe West go yes. on. Kids <laughs> ass. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That'd be awesome. <laughs> or they're just, just going to, like, hit the club. <laughs> yeah. You have both. But, um, yeah. Yeah, we're both. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Although I'm not a fan of his costume. It's too bulky. Yeah, for me. yeah. You and I mm-hmm. had talked about that. The, the the costume is a is a bit. It reminds me of. Did you guys see Running Man in the eighties? Oh man, I didn't. But I yeah, I what? saw like a picture of it. You oh, saw? I missed it. Well, there's like a picture of Arnie, and he's all bulky <laughs> okay. in this bulky suit. It's just funny. <laughs> did, did you see this movie? No, I saw a picture of it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I saw the poster. Well, yeah, there I was, saw the poster. You guys are killing me. There you go. You guys are freaking killing me. Well, there was a character, you know, it's like this gladiatorial type of game that Arnold Schwarzenegger is drawn into or forced to fight, and he's fighting all these uh, characters that have all these gimmicks, and there's this one in there called Dynamo, and he's just like all, like, lights and throws oh, yeah. out electricity, and it kind of yeah. reminded me of that. Like, oh. it was yeah. like this terrible, like, it was from the 80s. It was of the time, but, like, it's not as bad. Like, Black Lightning isn't as bad as that, but it does remind me of that because he's got, like, 
It's like the big bolts the big, on his. Yeah, it's like it's almost it's like, like a giant. Neon. Yeah, it's like I was kind of reminded me. His suit reminded me of um, uh, Mystery Men, the the main mm. the oh, superhero, yeah. the mainstream superhero. By I think oh, right. was it like Greg Captain Greg Kinnear, yeah, Captain yeah. Amazing or yeah. Captain Awesome and or something? Like, yeah. All in this bulky suit. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that was pretty awesome because he had all these. He was. <laughs> he had like all the uh, oops. He was like advertising and yeah, like all, all, all the sponsors. Yeah, like yeah. Being a NASCAR driver. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of remind me of that. So I was like, you know, well, for a tailor, you'd think that he would just kind of like. Well, do you remember know, have and, like and, a slimmer costume? And it's not spoiling anything, but in the pilot episode, they showed um, footage of Black Lightning in action from years ago, mm-hmm. and it was like uh, from a uh, convenience store robbery. And it was his costume in that looked like it was more faithful to his comic book costume. Pop collar? Oh yeah, not pop collar. <laughs> um, but it did have it, it did look a little bit more like the costume that he wears in the comics. It wasn't like all bulky with the lights. It was just it was like it was like um, blue and black and had like yellow like lightning bolt like going across the chest and mm-hmm. so I don't know. It was it. It, it was it was entertaining. I I did like it, so I'll I'll keep watching it. It makes me want to yeah, watch. Same it. here. Yeah. My wife got actually really mad about the the cop scene in the beginning. <laughs> she was so See, mad, so, so mad, mad that the chair and chairs. There's yeah. just. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what else do we what else do everyone watching these days? I think Jared, you had yeah, something I, uh, you wanted to I talk about. Yeah, I ventured off the beaten path, kind of, sorta, because the wife and I, we'd been watching like some heavy fare. Like mm-hmm. we, we rewatched Breaking Bad. We watched Ooh. like The Punisher. Okay. Um, there you it go. came time for something new. We also watched Fuller House in there. <laughs> but, <laughs> God bless you. You're still here. I, I like it. I, I, oh, like nice. I can't stand I, it. My, my wife watches of, that. And I can't. The last half batch of episodes of Fuller House, like it really came into its own, and it was like some. It. It's cheese. Yeah. It's cheese. Like, let's not they embrace pretend it. it's not. It is. Yeah, it's very self-aware cheese. And, yes, there are moments that are just painful mm-hmm. to endure. But it did. Be, there's parts where it is actually pretty tight. And I was impressed with the quality like, of it. And I completely. I, but I, I'll just, just interact. I'm just going to interject. I don't have a lot to say about it because it would all be probably negative. I will say they all they all aged really well. They did. Yeah, everyone yeah. aged really well. Yep. I, I I enjoy it, and we actually we didn't straight up binge it, but we were doing like three episodes in a clip, and we tore through that second half of season oh, three. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So when we were left, we're like, what next? What next? And then we've been hearing about like Ozark. Yeah. And mm. uh, I just was not in the mood for something like of that same vein. Dark so, and dark and heavy. Yeah. Man. So what we started watching was The Crown, and I. And to be honest, the the lead-in was Matt Smith is plays Prince Philip, and Matt Smith I loved as the Eleventh Doctor. So uh-huh. that was I came for the Matt Smith, but I uh. stay. It is <laughs> I've never seen him play anything other than the Doctor. He's very yeah. good in this, and he's very not the Doctor in this, and he's he's very much a supporting role. He's not the lead character by any stretch, but it is amazing. It is so intriguing and well done, and just. I'm totally invested in it, and I would not think uh, dramatization of the ascension of Queen Elizabeth <laughs> would be a show that would, like, capture me the way that it has. 
but I am to borrow their parlance in for a penny, in for a pound. Oh, nice. With this. <laughs> and we uh, we finished the first season, and uh, getting ready to start the second. They've, I mean, it's already second season's already out, and uh, I, I'm I'm totally into. It. And it's, the funny thing is, like, I'll look up these people on Wikipedia or whatever and the internet just to see more about them. It's like, oh, I probably shouldn't consult history if I don't want these episodes spoiled for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pesky facts. It's or, funny, right. Yeah, like a, a history book will spoil it for yeah. you. Right. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, it's very well done, and the acting is top-notch. They're British, so, of course, the acting is going to be stellar. And it, it's very interesting to see the workings of a monarchy like this, especially something – I mean, she's still the queen. She's still alive. Like, these people are still alive. It's amazing how old, how long they live. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I was like these people, like some of these people who have died were like lived past one hundred. But just to, to see this very recent history told and the dramatization of it has been absolutely intriguing. And then what I read was the current cast will be as the queen and everyone ages, they will be replacing them with different actresses and <laughs> stuff. So the, an actress oh. named Claire Foy plays. Queen Elizabeth in seasons one and two, and then an actress named Olivia Coleman will take over in season three. And part of me is hoping that she regenerates into the next. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's cool. So, yeah, it, it, it just – it was one of those things where it's like I want to watch something that I would not think that I would watch. And not like a guilty pleasure sense, like a fuller house, but just like what's something that's out there that I wouldn't know. Like it would make sense for me to watch like – Ozark or mm-hmm. something that's kind of like in that same vein as like the other shows that we were yeah, watching. It's, it's good to switch it up. Yeah, I needed something different, and so it was kind of like that's how. What's the, what's what's the furthest depth of like stuff that I would like? Because I'm not just gonna watch like Duck Dynasty or some <laughs> bullshit. I wanted to watch something that I would enjoy too, but something that also would be unexpected of myself to watch and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, like, I watched about. The Queen of England. <laughs> yeah, currently we are. Um, my wife and I are switching back and forth between uh, episodes of Community and episodes of Twin Peaks. Mm. Oh man! <laughs> oh, like the old series or new? yeah, yeah. Because neither of us had ever seen it before, so we yeah we had watched the pilot episode for the podcast that she and I do the pilot season podcast, mm. and we were. You know, we wanted to keep watching it, so we did. But every so often, we're like, "Yeah, we need some lighter fare." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's, you know, we we finished uh, the office, we finished Parks and Recreation again. So it's like, what haven't we watched in a while? So started up Community nice. again. Cool. Which is pr- which is still like wh- and very subtly one of those uh, like one of the best kind of geek shows. Oh, for out sure. there! So many amazing geek references yeah. in that show that are just—it's funny and how they just, as time went by, they embraced that mm-hmm. because the first season they really tried to keep it like as a, a regular sitcom. Yeah, but then then they after just, that they, they just like, went all in, and then they were like, by the end they're like fan fan service. They're yeah, just like let's just go. Well, and, and I I, keep, I always forget that the Russo brothers. You know they they created it with Dan Harmon and the Russo brothers, you know Captain America, um, Captain, yeah, Captain America, America and, and, and they're doing they're, they, they took over the Avengers. Yeah, so oh, nice. that's that's a heck of a pedigree. Yeah, 
And Dan Harmon went to Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So and great. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's one I uh, Rick and Morty is one that I've not embraced yet. Mm. Embrace it. Yeah. yeah. I've I've watched the first episode. I have to I just have to keep going with it. You know what what's funny is it was just on like cuz you hear about a show and we were staying somewhere and so of course it's in the hotel late night. I put on Adult Swim mm-hmm. on com, you know, uh Cartoon Network and it's the final episode of season 2 of Rick and Morty where they have to find a new earth because yeah. there's this overtaken. <laughs> <laughs> I was like this is amazing. Like I I didn't even know. So then I went like when I got home and I was checking my like when are new episodes coming on? There was a marathon of season three, <laughs> so I recorded them all. I watched all of season three, and then I actually went back and watched one and two <laughs> to to get caught back up to that episode that I jumped in on. That, as, as, per like, as your per cool. usual, yeah. as per usual, and <laughs> start at the in, end and work your way back. But in the Rick and Morty sensibility, it still made sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I was like, this well, it's funny, show that is great. Season finale of season two is incredibly heavy. Yeah. yeah, but because it is so absurd and irrelevant, when it gets incredibly heavy, it's even funnier. Yeah, because nothing, you know, it, it's a show. It's very nihilistic in, yeah. in some ways. So when it does take that tone, I laugh even harder. Yeah, because it's getting so serious and, and heartfelt <laughs> and dramatic. <Right. laughs> it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> But no, it's very well done. It, the right. balance that they strike okay, is I'll, I'll, amazing. I'll, all right, you guys convince yeah. me. I'll, yeah. I'll give it another, yeah, another go. It's it, yeah. it checks all the boxes. For it like does stuff that we like is you know as fans of quote unquote geek media, right? It, it, it has everything you know, science fiction, comics, even super, yeah, superhero, yeah, multi, multi dimensional. <laughs> What was insanity. that one like the Revengers or something like that? Or? Was that with the uh, superhero, superhero team? team? Yeah, and they were. So drunk, yeah. Apparently, the enemy in that episode was drunk Rick. Yeah, and they well, had I, to figure out what what kind of uh, traps he set up yeah. while he was super blackout drunk. The drunk. Night, yeah, blackout drunk the night before. Well, the episode's called like Revengers Three, <laughs> but you never saw like one or two. And, and, like, <laughs> oh yeah, in the context of like they had an adventure with them that was Revengers One, and then so like they come back and they're like, oh wow, like. Morty's like, oh, it's like, what do you mean this is three? Like, yeah, we did a two without you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like that Morty was the only one that could understand drunk drunk Rick. Yeah. Like, even sober Rick had no idea how to to solve his riddles, his own riddles. (laughs) uh, Yeah. God damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do yourself a series show. All right. You'll enjoy it. I'll do that. So, um, anyone uh, still reading or ever have read a uh, Dark Knight's Metal? Yes. Yeah, I'm reading. That. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, after Dark Knight, <clears throat> excuse me, after Dark Knight's Metal concludes, uh, Scott Snyder is taking over Justice League. I just I heard that this week, and yes, what? there's like yeah. a miniseries coming that yeah, like it's, really called, it's gonna be called No Justice. And like Francis Manipole was drawing it. Yep. And it's like the Justice League team splits like into four separate squads. And okay. Well, not only that, but they're they're canceling all of the current Justice League books and restarting them. Whoa. Yeah. So wow. I, so he's full on leaving the Batman 
stuff then. Yes. Okay. I mean, because this is like this is like the the wrap up like uh, uh, with yeah. metal. Yeah, metal is like his entire Batman this, run. Yeah. Culminated. Yep. Okay, that's awesome. Oh. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested to see his take. I mean, we're already kind of getting his take in metal yeah. on, you know, the the whole the Oh yeah, with DC the team. universe. Oh yeah, that's right. So, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. And then how the other teams pan out. Um I think I think um let's see. Um I forget who else is going to be working on the other. I don't know if it says, but what the creative teams? You mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. it's like Tinian. It's it, yeah. It's the oh, usual suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's all you know. Snyder yeah, running that stable and, um, of writers. Joshua. Mm-hmm. Joshua Williamson. Joshua Williamson. Oh, does, yeah. like, from the Flash. And, okay. But um, it's a shame because um, I mean I'm sure this is gonna be great and everything, but I I read a couple issues of Christopher Priest and Pete Woods Justice League, and it's really good. And so the, it's gonna be in the end. That's gonna be over. Just over, yeah. Oh. Eh. I picked up one, and I guess it was in the middle. I just was curious. I read something about it, and I was curious. And it's like Superman was like testifying in front of some like congressionals, and I was like, all right, let's see what it is. It was okay, but it didn't it didn't live up to the hype of this. I think it was a bleeding cool article mm. about it. Like and it was like it was like all right, let me three bucks, I'll sample it, and it didn't quite wow me to think of, uh, the way I thought it might. And yeah. it was like. Part three of some ongoing storyline. Oh, I didn't okay. feel lost, but I was like, all right, this is... If that's the storyline that, that I think I started reading, the first... Yeah, the first two issues were really good. Okay. So I don't... I, I didn't read that third issue, so... I it's can't fairly really recent, it. within like the past month. Okay. Hmm. It's very much about, like, the Justice League and their place in world affairs and, you know, honoring nation-state sovereignties and you know, well it's you know the type of it's kind of typical like like stuff yeah. now yeah like okay the, the debate whole, between how how much do you interfere yeah. and stuff like that oh okay very 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 much reminiscent of like two early 2000s like super like mark miller yeah you know, i was gonna say they were doing in the 2000s it like the was it wild storm or something like that in that era yeah and even they, um where they mm-hmm. meddled. Oh, that was ultimate. Like, that was pretty much the entire premise of the authority. Yeah, the authority. Okay. Where yeah. they were like, we can let's just go ahead and try There's to make like, things like we're just going to fix the world. We're not going to wait for anyone to say we can or can't. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to go ahead and do it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the authority. No, I mean bring that concept back. You yeah, know? yeah. That's. Cool. I feel like it was kind of plumbed and yeah. needs to. Uh, now we're into a much more. Let's just enjoy our colorful characters being merry in their <laughs> adventures, yeah. Rather than the, because uh, I mean that was the time and place too of like the political scene of of it was, it was the zeitgeist to use all the giant words. <laughs> I was waiting for Jared to throw some big words, fancy yeah. words. I had to yeah. shake the rust off. It's been a minute. Since <laughs> But I mean, that was an era where it was post nine eleven, yeah. and yeah. You know, what's the balance between security and privacy? Oh yeah. And so then the superhero stories started to reflect that because it just seemed like a natural place to go. And like, what would if these characters existed in these times, and, and what would the reaction be? And right. there's a lot of like great writers that that plumbed you know that that, that dug that well. 
Yeah. And then I think just as the eras come and go, we kind of got to a spot where let's just have fun with our superheroes. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of harken back to a silver age, a golden age of just mm-hmm. Biff Pow, bam. <laughs> and I'm sure it, there may be some sort of reconciliation in coming back to it now, considering where things are at in the world. But All right. We might see like superheroes become presidents, you know. I mean, we see it in Youngblood. Yeah, Youngblood, like, President Diehard. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, really <laughs> examined like uh, when celebrity overtakes. Yeah, yeah. Everything else. You now know, we got yeah. a and celebrity blowhard. Yeah. Oh. Hey yo. But right now, let's just have fun. <laughs> have fun in spite of it all. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> when are you coming back? Nice. <laughs> so, um, anyone have any uh, any other topics burning a hole in their pocket, so to speak? No, let's talk about the Fantastic Four again. I feel like we <laughs> we got caught in the middle of the episodes. No, I, oh, you Sean know, okay, wants to talk can, about Doom some more. I have know. a point. The, the, cool. the first Fantastic, <laughs> the 2005 Fantastic Four, I was. Okay with it, and then in like the third act, when like Reed Richards is all blue and because he's like frozen up, yeah, like this is too, this is too Saturday matinee for me. You know what? It just felt cheap. Well, you know what I wanted to say? Like it was something I was remembering watching that in that era. Um, Was it the Ultimates? I believe when they did the Ultimate Fantastic Four, they were more considered elemental powers. Mm. Yeah. So they were, you know, it was fire, water, air, and earth. And then Doom was like the um, the void. He was the fifth element. He was love. <laughs> yeah, he was the fifth <laughs> element. Oh my god, that'd be awesome! Uh, like all together, they, they form a he was Captain Le- Lilu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Herbie. Where, yeah. It'd be funny if he was wearing that orange. <laughs> the, he's the strappy. Thing. Yeah, he's like multi pass. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought like because I thought that the the movie tried to take from that. And that they were playing up that elemental aspect, and mm-hmm. but then like yeah, Doom was like basically a metal, a metal guy. You know, he was just I don't know, it was kind of weird. But uh, I, I never did see the the latest version. Of I it's, did it's, not. It's either. Unfor- it's it's pretty forgettable. Okay. I mean, yeah. it it was just it's almost like I can't even say it was bad. Like you could say the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie was was bad. But it was of the time, and it was fun, and they that probably embraced the spirit of the Lee Kirby Fantastic Four the most. The the newest one done by Josh Trank was Josh just Trank. Was just mm-hmm. boring. That's yeah. what I it heard. It was just dull it's, and dark and grim and yeah. just joyless. And you want your Fantastic Four to have like that spirit of yeah. adventure, that spirit of like. Mm-hmm. Discovery and science and and this was just like none of that. Well, yeah. what should be interesting now that Disney owns everything, um, we'll get that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long it's going to be till we get that, but yeah. they're coming. They're going to be like probably phase six yeah. of all this. But <laughs> and I'm curious to see how they're incorporated into the existing Marvel. Well, they can cinematic inf- infinity their way out of anything now. It, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. They could do it like this. They could do like a retro movie where it's like the Fantastic Four were in the '60s and they were scientists and discover, you know, discovery and all this stuff. Then 
boom, they're in the negative zone. They get trapped there for 50 years. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. They get then they get out and it's present day. Yeah. You know? that's, that's, I mean, I, that's Captain America. I mean, they already well, yeah, went but, down that road. But so they could find a way. But I, but I, I think that's the way you, you keep their, that spirit of the characters. Um, or they just time like, travel them, you know, X-Men style. You know, being like <laughs> optimistic and, you know, like, Hey, we're trying to, Oh yeah. You know, or so you have more of that, um, fifties mentality of a of a family unit yeah, kind yeah. of thing, and trying to make trying a better world. world and I do like to yeah. give a period piece. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think they were built for that. I mean, imagine like I don't know if you guys ever watched Mad Men, but like imagine like the 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 kind of like what they do for a show like Mad Men or any kind of period show, like just that great quality, and apply that to the Fantastic Four. So then, that that then bleeds into who are the Fantastic Four? And I can like casting wise. Yes. Or? Oh boy. And you said Mad Men, and I could see <laughs> John Hamm as a Reed Richards type. Oh man. Uh, maybe, great. but he's he's a little too square jawed. He's like, you might need someone a little more like. Um, Sean Atkins, you're. Like a little more professor. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mean Sean Atkins as Reed Richards. Oh, no. yeah. It's like someone who not? looks more like a professor. Like, oh, I don't know. You know, like, so I, I feel mean, like, like John Hamm looks like what Ben Grimm would be before he, he became okay. Ben Grimm. Yeah. So you like, don't think that uh, Reed Richards should too. be handsome, a handsome man? I'm John. not saying he shouldn't be handsome. I'm just saying he shouldn't be, like, square-jawed and rugged-looking like John Hamm. I think he should look a little bit more scholarly. John Hamm would be a good See, I was Ben Grimm, honestly. He's a little too old, but... I always kind of saw George Clooney. Just like it'd be that weird pick of Reed Richards. That wouldn't be bad. He's not too old. I mean, this is Hollywood. I mean, they'll cast anyone, anytime, anywhere, unless you're a woman. Yeah. Then you're just you have a very tight. (laughs) Then you're SOL. Yeah. Yeah. So George Clooney would be Mr. Fantastic, and the invisible woman would be is still in junior high school. I would say yeah. You get uh, they'll they'll cast an 18 year old for yeah. Margot. They could grab Margot for that. Margot Robbie. Yeah. Margot Kidder. Yeah, not kidder. Yeah. <laughs> the other Margot. The other Margot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't know. We should you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do like a little. We'll do a, a casting couch, and we'll see. We'll we'll come up with our. <laughs> we'll, we'll each come up with our with our, our own FF with our ideal. Or we go completely FF out of the movie. Box. I'd like to see like a uh, Middle Eastern Reed Richards. There you go. Yeah. Like, oh, that'd be what interesting. If, what if the Baxter Building is like in uh, Dubai? Oh wow! Yeah, if it was in Ooh, Dubai, yeah, that'd be insane. Blowing my mind. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I still like Michael Chiklis as um, the thing. Yeah, he was still pretty good. Yeah, actually, I kind of <laughs> liked him more like that, or I liked him in those movies yeah. too. Honestly, it would be. I, I I think the one mistake that they made. I, I thought he was a good Ben Grimm. I think they should have CGI'd the thing. I think that was a mistake. You know what him, though? Yeah, like, that's what I was gonna say mm-hmm. about. About that 2005 movie is there was some great practical effects in that movie. Like yeah. there was when the fight the fight went into a, like a garbage truck and there were, you mm-hmm. can see the sides getting punched out and, mm-hmm. and it was like that's a great way to do it without CGI and everything. Yeah, was mm-hmm. a, I was like yeah. So then I was kind of okay with. But then I was imagining also if if the thing battled the CGI Hulk, I don't know if that'd be a fair fight because CGI Hulk is like twice his size. Right. And, and thing is supposed to be maybe not Hulk big, but yeah. still big. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but back to the whole Dubai thing. I think that'd be 
an interesting way to bring them in, like much like uh, Wakanda. Wakanda. Ah, but, but you yeah, know, like they're outsiders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're outsiders, and now the you know you have your core of heroes that are uncomfortable with this group. You know this mm-hmm. this four in Dubai. I mean, yeah, that's kind of a that'd be a cool angle to bring in. Like, yeah, what, yeah. yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I didn't even think that deep. I just was, you know, I, I they like to take casting and be like, we'll take this yeah. historically white character and make them a black character, and bam, yeah. diversity because yeah. there's only two races in the world or whatever. And <laughs> so yeah, I, that's but if, I, but the uncom yeah like yeah, oh yeah the, 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 all, whole, all of America would be like. Wait a minute, we don't have the most brilliant guy anymore. And then, like, Tony Stark's like, Oh, I thought I was the most brilliant guy. And it's like, Not no mo. We got Reed Richards over here. Yeah. You know? And it's like, That would be pretty cool, actually, mm-hmm. like, as a shakeup. So. Yeah. And they're like, No, no. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> so, good luck casting that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of casted actors out yeah. there, but yeah. Good luck getting it past the. Past anyone, <laughs> yeah, getting accepted, especially in, in in going back to our current political climate. I mean, I would be on board with it immediately because it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, yeah. I would like it because I thought of it. <laughs> so if Lock it did, in. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it just would be a novel um, approach. Yeah, to that. No, concept. I agree. It would, it would definitely yeah. be different. Yeah. And then you're right with with them branching out, like introducing Wakanda and stuff like that. Yeah. To take it even that much further. Yeah. And that would also explain like why we haven't seen them before. You right. Know, we saw this alien invasion of New right. York City. And They're busy doing all this stuff in New York, and then meanwhile the Fantastic yeah. Four is developing in on the other side in, of the world, somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. That's not bad. That'd be really Let's nice do it. to see. Yeah. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not. The, it's all about those characters. You could all, all you oh, need yeah, is a family dynamic. Have, that's it. That's all. You can still that's have the fantastic like wars. the attack of the mole, mole man. Yeah. you know, yeah, anywhere, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And they can look, however, It'd that's not what's pretty important. awesome. Yeah. And then Sean's like, yeah. And then Monster Island. Yeah. Like, and, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it would be kind of nice. It would be pretty awesome. I, I have to admit, like with the movies, yeah, all three of them, they always seem to centric around Doom. And don't get me wrong, I like Doom. Yeah, but there's just so much more, like you could do. Oh yeah, like even mm-hmm. like that, uh, the 2017 one, 2016. Mm-hmm. It's like you have them going to another dimension. Yeah, they went to the negative zone. Yeah, <laughs> you don't call it negative zone, and you have them fight Doom in the end. No, you bring in a Nihilus. Yeah, it's like that seemed mm-hmm. like wasted right. potential right there. Right. Yep. It's like it's like you don't understand the source material. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you could have had fun. that. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You wanted to bring in Doom. I would have at least saved him for the second movie. In yeah. in that case, I would have saved him for yeah. the second movie. Yeah, because you have this perfect setup. They're going to the negative zone. You fight an Nihilus. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then in the second movie, since you already introduced Doom, mm-hmm. have him face off with Doom. Or a matter of fact, save him to the third movie if there is a third movie. Because <laughs> you can do. Anything else they have? Like, <laughs> the Mole Man, like we've been talking about, the Mole Man or Psycho Man, Puppet Master. I don't know why I picture the Frightful Four. Frightful Four. See, oh, I yeah. always felt like that always needs a little too much setup, but I guess you could. I don't know why. I, in my, of course, in my my logical mind, I immediately go to 
Doom because becomes like Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> like, here's your coffee, Mr. Richards. You know, like he somehow, you know, so he's just sidelined until like later on, and then he gets yeah. He's like, whoa, yeah. You know what? That would even be great. Like, let's say he was like the coffee guy yeah. in the first movie, and Reed is just like a jerk. Yeah, because so something just, happened. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about like, oh, I, I, this horrible thing happened while we were on a mission. You know, but Actually, he's a coffee even guy. Be funny now. if yeah. uh, Reed accidentally like knocks coffee in his face, and he's like, "Oh, my face! It's so dis- <laughs> it's, it's scarred, it's so disfigured." <laughs> oh, <Why? yeah>. Richard. <laughs> meanwhile, he's just got, meanwhile he's just got, like, he's just got like a burn on his cheek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, dude, just I got little... medicine for you. Yeah. Put Whatever, some, Richards. <laughs> Aloe. You can just put some. You can just put some burn ointment on it. No, we're enemies now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Very nice. Uh, See, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, anybody uh, got anything else? We could probably start wrapping this one up. The Captain Marvel suit. I'm okay with it. Me too. It's same it's, here. I, I think it's gonna be temporary. Yeah. I kind of want. Although I kind of was wondering if it was gonna be the green. Or if that's just like for CGI purposes. No, oh, I think no, it's, that's true. Oh, that's a good point. But yeah, I, yeah, I never, I didn't think of that. It. But um, it's so. it's like dirtied up though if you look closely at it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it is. Yeah, yeah, for, I guess so. And I, I, I think way, so you know, I think that. that's like the like everyone said. It's it, that's the Cree colors, yeah, right? And then she'll probably have an updated outfit or uniform right later on with the red and the blue and the yellow and. Yeah. Well, then I I read somewhere that because this is the Captain Marvel is going to be like technically a period piece, nineties, that the 90s it's going to show her piece. going through like a, yeah. a few different costumes, like a bunch of her different costumes. Okay, we're going to see oh, so like, like different looks, thigh highs, bikini, and a sash. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's what people are getting upset because it's green. I was like, it could be a lot worse. Right. That's true. Yeah, they they yeah. could have. <laughs> yeah. She could look like she just ran off the set of Baywatch. <laughs> she could look like Banshee from uh, Smallville. I didn't. I didn't see Banshee oh. in Smallville. Oh, it was like in their horrible ninth season. Oh, I didn't. Like in the later seasons, they oh, branched okay. out. I didn't. I didn't watch. I watched the first half of the first season. That's that horrible. Was Smallville is horrible yeah. towards <laughs> the end. They just brought in everyone at the end. I know. Yeah, they were like, just do the whole Justice League and everything at the. See, oh, after by six, the tenth season, I think they were just like, "It's all here." Doomsday. Yeah. I think everything was in there. Yeah, wasn't it? I was like, "What the hell?" It was all in, in there. Smallville. And they're like, "Why does he have to even fly around as Superman now?" Yeah, you know, like it's all done. I, yeah, he, I, already, I, he was like running around in like a black trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> what they call him, the Blur. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like really, I, I, I didn't, on. I didn't, I still didn't watch, but I did watch the finale. And I'm like, are you serious? You're not going to show him in the suit. Yeah, I was yeah. kind of let down by that's, that, too. Yeah, that's, I, I was like, really? We waited first... 10 years to watch this thing, yeah. and you don't have him in the suit? You don't even see him fly. You see a streak. Yeah. Not even that. It was... Like, you have a close-up of his face, and I'm just like, really? Yeah, and you see, like, this, like, CGI, like, red and blue, like, blur flying around. All the, like, and, oh, and you saw him running. He was on the roof of a building, and he pulled his oh, the S shirt open, and... and you saw the the S, but that was it. And he yeah. was actually just going to Mardi Gras. It wasn't yeah. even like a yeah. Someone People were just beads throwing at him. beads at yeah. him. Like here you go. Agreed, yeah. I had watched the first half of the first season. I remember I was in college, and I gave up. It was one where it was like the opening was he was like his X-ray vision kicked in and he looked into a girl's locker room. And I was like I'm done with this. It's like uh, Dawson's Creek. Oh, see, I using, didn't mind that. I, I was out. 
And then I didn't watch it again until the last 10 minutes of the series finale. So that was, yeah. <laughs> that sounds about like my history with it. I watched a few episodes of the first season, and then I was right. done with it until the very end. I think sixth season is where I kind of stopped. Like, they had the Justice League thing and stopping Luther, and then, like, the seventh season, like, Lex Luthor left and Lana Lang left, and I was like, well, this is kind of dumb now. Did anybody ever watch the... I don't. Even, I think it's like the. It was the unaired Aquaman pilot. I like no. that actually. That it was, was called. That was it was called good. like Mercy Reef or something. Like it wasn't called Aquaman. No. It was called and it, and the guy who plays Aquaman in that's is the guy that played Green Arrow in in Smallville. Justin Hartley, who oh. plays on who's now on that on This Is Us. Oh wow! But he was he was Aquaman in that unaired pilot which obviously never got aired i think and yeah. i think like bing rames was in it mm-hmm. oh boy but then i guess they liked him enough to bring him into smallville as green arrow cool yeah I, so i generally i thought that was very interesting i would i would actually watch an aquaman show i mean i'll still watch the <laughs> aquaman movie when it comes out but at that time mm-hmm. yeah i would have been definitely down with that one it was uh, it was a nice setup it was a nice setup for a tv yeah and it was show. it was like it seemed like they were kind it was of doing mostly, like the CW thing with the monster of the week and like yeah. what they were doing with Smallville. And it was mostly faithful to the like the character. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, you know, a hybrid, you yeah. know, type of thing, like a human Atlantean type. And although I kind of wish they would have brought in the abusive dad. I I don't know. I watched the. I don't know that it's what. <laughs> so I had a chance to after that I I found a Aquaman trade. Of like his Silver Age stuff, mm-hmm. though he's not an abusive dad, like you know, in character. He was actually training his son, but when you're training your half like fish son, you really want to throw him in a tank full of like sharks so he can train them not to That's eat him. Tough love, <laughs> and he's like seven, and you're like that doesn't. Or even matter of fact, what was it? Uh, they it was like all in uh, flashbacks of. Yeah, when he's two, you know, we lost sight of him, and he fell overboard. I was like, really? Like, my little kid, you know, she runs everywhere. I'm going to keep an eye on her on a boat. (laughs) I kept an eye on her when she was on a boat when she was two, and that was, like, (laughs) more sturdy. (laughs) What was it? Like, when he was three, we didn't know where he was for an hour. (laughs) You're like, really? (laughs) Like, I get... You know, kids run off. They have adventures, but <laughs> kids run off. Oh, well. <laughs> like I just had to go. To like I think what I you're think, a bad parent. I think we, I think go we gotta home. we gotta end it so Sean can yeah. check on his kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know where she's at. Maybe you're denying her a chance to Maybe. be a ruler of an undersea. Kingdom. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should just let her run around. Let her the off reef. that boat. Yeah. What was it like? I think uh, part of that other one with the when he was two that, you know. The sharks were in the bay, and we didn't know where he was. And there he was, playing with sharks. Like, really? You're just going to be that nonchalantly and be like, oh, yeah. That's that's a classic Silver Age parenting. It was Finn from (laughs) Sharknado. And I think even, like, the splash page (laughs) just opens up with him. Like, I got to teach you how to be Aquaman. So I'm going to toss you in a tank (laughs) with some sharks. Like, (laughs) Sounds about right. That's how I learned to swim. Well, there you go. So Swim with the sharks. Yeah. 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 My dad just randomly just go like went like boom. 
shoved me in the deep end. <laughs> and I think he threw like some piranhas. He was like, there you go, son. Swim. <laughs> we couldn't afford piranhas. My dad just threw me in with a bunch of fish sticks. It's <laughs> 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 awesome. All right. Well, uh, we about ready to wrap this one up. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's wrap it. So this has been episode 264 of the Comic Book Pit. I'm Dan. I'm Scott. I'm Sean. I'm Jared. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, see, you did it off camera. I decided to not wait. <laughs>